Cakes, did you miss me? It's been a while. I'm Carly. <laughs> and I'm Maddie. Welcome back to Eat the Damn Cake. It has been a freaking minute. It has been a it's really been long time. a minute since we've been together. I feel like my entire life has changed. Not to be dramatic. <laughs> Not to be drama. Yeah, it's been a minute. I was thinking about it. We've it's had some awesome interviews. Since before I left for Colorado. It's been almost a month. Yeah. Since you've been on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need, well, first of all, welcome to eat the damn cake. Like we said, if this is your first time listening, we are a fitness and lifestyle podcast, all about inclusivity in the fitness industry, but also just talking about our lives, how we navigate them and everything in between. Yeah. So welcome. I just need to do an update. I did complete dry January. Actually, I made it 33 days. And then this past weekend, I had three drinks on Saturday and four to five on Sunday. And then I had a severe anxiety attack Sunday night. And now I'm back to not drinking because you know what? Not worth it. So I will say that I did do it. It wasn't that bad at all. And I'm very proud of myself. And I learned a lot about myself and my mental strength. Um, I just need to update you all because that was like the main topic for me the first two weeks of yeah, January. <laughs> and then once I got it out of my head, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. Yeah. I, I'm all about just a damp lifestyle. Yeah. Like Saturday was totally fine with the, like the three bevs I had between three and 8 p.m. over the course of five hours. And then I got a little too confident going into Sunday. Also on Sundays, I just don't like to do overdo it because I know like my Sunday scaries will hit no matter if I drink or don't drink. Yeah. So Sunday night, I literally was like hyperventilating because I knew I had so much work to do. So. Yeah. So like I'll only drink earlier in the day on a Sunday and then maybe like a glass of wine at night and that's yeah. it. And then like so much water because I'm terrified of the next day. Yeah. Anywho, I have this new segment that I wanted to bring in. This is a surprise to Maddie. She doesn't know. Sure is. Um, it's called What Sound is Damaging My Car This Week? Listen up. I yep. had no idea you drove a train. Yeah, yeah me neither. No, <laughs> I'm literally conductor. Good. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> have had it with this car every week there's something new with a new sound not starting I'm screen just like, when are we gonna sell this car i i've only had it for four years so just stop putting so many miles on it and just get rid of we're it. we're at a hundred thousand baby i know get rid we of we are that at a hundred thousand miles not that my trading value is going to be negative they're going to be like you have to pay us for this car for yeah, taking it off your hands it's um, but I'm not ready to trade it in because I've already dumped about five grand into it into the last six months in the last six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, that I, sounds like the worst idea for gambling. Yeah. Is that you're going to get out of it by investing more money into it. That's uh, actually very true. Yeah. Harley. Good point. Right? I mean, that's what happened with Nick's car. He was like, I can't keep dumping money into the ship. <sighs> yeah. And it wasn't that he had a bad car. He just... I forget. He had a Volvo, no, a VW, Volkswagen, and a Volkswagen, yeah. and it was just like the heat didn't work. It kept overheating. Like everything was just awful. And he finally was just like, "F this! I'm trading it in." 
Yeah, I'll start looking, but I know Roger's going to have a lot to say about that. So, okay. Roger will. <laughs> Move right along. Roger definitely will. I will not be allowed to go on one vacation the rest of the year. I will it's not be allowed to make one purchase to myself it the rest of the year. It is a good car market. Selling a used car is actually like so good right now because there's not enough used what cars. What if everything's broken? what if no one wants this car because uh, like I'm not selling it to anyone either by talking about it like this it's a great Jeep compass selling it for 25,000 I've just anyone wants to take it off my hands just heard Jeep compasses are like the worst Jeep you can buy well yeah when we posted that reel and every single person was like why would you buy a Jeep compass it's the worst every person that I know that has a Jeep compass has dumped hundreds of thousands of dollars into their car our friend that resides with us was telling me that um jeep like has good vehicles but the compass is their worst one because it's like a mini version of all the jeep he's like it's frail compared to all the other jeeps and i was like that makes sense it's not a good yeah i mean i i always rash on my kia no like my kia is vibes which is your kia is 11 years old my key is 11 years old. I've dumped like a good, probably like $1,400 in it the past three years. And that's total? Not, total, yeah. That's it? I mean, I had to do <laughs> brakes, $800, or that was like $900, and then like a few like, you know, random tune-ups, but nothing crazy. Anyways. She's my tried and true. I'm at the point with my car where I start hearing things. I'm just, I just What deny kind it. of car do you drive? I That's... drive a Nissan Maxima. Were you in the Framingham area the other day? Today? I mean, I was there on Saturday. Earlier? <laughs> I was driving behind someone today and look, like caught a glimpse of their face in their mirror and yeah, was like, like, is me? that Hurley? I didn't think it was you because I was like, why would he be <laughs> right here? Yeah, no, this car is actually the worst too. Really? So it takes premium gas. So I pay like five dollars a gallon. Oh, and it gets seventeen miles a gallon. So not only is it taking like the worst gas ever, but it's also like an absolute guzzler. Ew! Isn't it a small car though? Yeah. How big is your tank? Fifteen gallons. Oh, minus. So I basically fill it up like every other day. That sucks. (laughs) Okay, same. Because I've been recently doing two trips into Boston every day. Mm. This is my second trip today. In each. Yeah. Why'd you go back home? To walk Duke. Oh. I got a dog. Mm-hmm. He needs he needs a love and attention. So yeah, I went back, walked Duke, came back. I didn't change though, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I didn't freshen up. So I, I think I, everyone says a Rav Four is the the car to go. That's what Nick got. If I get a Toyota, I want the Forerunner. It's sexy. Yeah, four runners. It's good like it's but a big car. I like the big stuff. Are supposedly like the least expensive to fix, the most stable. Like our mechanic, Nick and I's mechanic said, get a Rav Four. He was like, you will have to see me the least amount if you get a Rav Four. Wow, what an honest man. He's the best. He, That's so nice. Is he commission or something? No, like he's just a good guy. Like when I first got, if anyone needs um, a mechanic, Tony is the best. But like when I tell you when I went in to get stuff fixed, he tried to save me money the entire time. He's like, don't do that. That's way more money. Do this. This is less money. Like we love someone that's not swindling you. Yeah. Especially a female. Like. I'm so easily swindled. Like, I was swindled into buying this car. Let's let's rewind. Grava Jeep. I'm gonna blow them up. Or no, whoa! I, I was gonna. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. 
that pretend let's okay rewind i i was saying was i am going to bring to light what happened at grava in medford so no one go to grava sorry not friends um the guy the guy it's in medford it's right above somerville i had just been living in somerville when i went to get this car so didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, I'll go to Grava Jeep. Someone sent me there and was like, they have the best deals. They'll hook you up. He was talking about leasing a car. Mm. And I was like, okay, I can't lease because I drive too much to lease. At this point, I was driving to the Cape every week. I go in and I'm like, okay, what's in my price range? I really wanted the Grand Cherokee, but it wasn't quite in my price range four years ago. Yeah. Grand Cherokees are expensive. They are, especially if I want, like you wanted something on the newer side. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to like, it's my first big girl purchase. Like I'm going to make a big, nice purchase for myself. Yep. And I went in, traded in my Ford escape, which also was a shitty car. Hated that one too. I loved my Ford escape. My Honda CRV was my tried and true. That was my bitch. Love her forever. Miss her so much. I would get another Ford escape in a second. Anyways, the guy who was my person, my salesman, was hitting on me. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was getting me a deal and he thought he was getting a date out of it. And he wasn't Rough. because I was just trying to play along mm-hmm. to get the deal, but he was just swindling me. So he fully swindled me into buying this car, which was a lemon, which literally died on me within the first six days. Yeah, there was like metal in your engine. Yes. <laughs> and he was Super like, yeah, safe. this car. He told me the car got returned because some guy. Um, it wasn't like big enough for him. Like he, it felt too small Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, I get it. It It's like a smaller car. And he's like, well, you, you'll definitely like feel right in it. And I was like, Oh, this car is sexy. I feel good in it. And I loved it. Yeah. So can't trust nobody. I'm trying to remember that guy's name. It's okay. You don't have to (laughs) name drop him. (laughs) Um, I'll find it. Well, anyways, Carly's car sucks. Yeah. And that is honestly consistent with the last time she was on the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I also. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at his name. Oh, that's so weird. I know. It has the same name of someone else we know. Anyways, um, I said it. <laughs> he, he has the same he name. He is an it. <laughs> well, he deserves to be after. After what he did to you. After what he did to me. After selling me a lemon. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like I have so much to catch you up on. So for work, I had to go down to D.C. And while I was heading down to D.C., a lot happened within this um couple moments like so you know how you and Nick went to Wisconsin for a wedding and Nick took a different flight out there like missed his flight took a different flight out there yep so the week I happened to be going to DC for work I the weather was really bad it was like the snowstorm coming in Mm -hmm. I go to bed fully expecting to like wake up get ready for my flight I wake up and my flight's canceled and they're Mm. like we put you on for the following day but that didn't work for my schedule I had to already be in DC the night before right So I changed my flight. They put me on an earlier flight. So all of a sudden within like three seconds that morning, I'm packed and ready to go on my way to the airport driving there and decided to park my car at Logan. Not, not great. You did that? $78. Yeah. I don't know why you did that. To park at Logan. I would have just taken the express. I didn't have time. I had Um, no one to drop me off. Had no time. There was literally, there was nothing. So anyways, long story short, my flight got canceled there didn't register me on the flight. 
as I'm in DC going to check in for my flight home, it's non-existent. I don't have one. And the only reason why I knew to do this, because I went to the front desk and I was like, so is it going to cancel me automatically for my flight home if I don't show up for the flight tomorrow? And they were like, no, 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 you're good. You're on the flight home. And I was like, are you sure? Because this happened to someone. And now like, I feel like I'm going to get bamboozled right and I did get bamboozled yep and I did get my flight canceled and the whole morning where I should have been prepping for meetings and prepping who I was going to meet just finding a new flight I was spent finding a new flight and guess what that came back to bit me in the ass because when I went to meet with someone Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in the meeting room that I was supposed to be in and I'm sitting there and I'm like oh okay just chilling and this woman walks in I was like oh I'm supposed to be meeting Shannon she's like that's me should have known that. Step one. Okay. I mean, how would you know though? Um, you'll see. Never you'll see in one face. Set. Mm, I I kind of have on company meetings because she oh. presents a lot. So oh god, yeah. So I I said, um, all right, sounds good. And so she came in and she was talking about another meeting she had just been with, like with the marketing team and stuff. And I was like, oh, do you work for marketing? She's like, I'm the VP. I my when I tell you my heart sunk into my stomach I was like oh that is something I should have known that is something that I should not have she probably has VP at the end of her name no yeah probably yeah I I, but that email that (laughs) with the preparation email had slipped my mind that morning because I was so focused on getting a flight home (laughs) so I was like sitting there and she's like Oh, she was funny about it. Like she really I'm didn't sure care. So like nice. she was so nice about it. But imagine, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with marketing, but she is literally the VP of operations. Like I should have known this girl. She is the head bitch in charge. She is also one of the coolest people I've ever met. But like when she is in your presence, you drop everything, you know who she is. And I was like, you're new. Oh my. Yeah. That, you're just new. So it's fine. <gasps> you're the new girl. Yeah. So that was, um, a series of unfortunate events. All right. <laughs> That's okay. That happens. Anything with you besides holding down being the backbone of this podcast? Um, no, the, <laughs> there's not that much new in my life. Um, Nick and I had so much fun in Colorado. Uh, you're going to New York soon. Yeah. I'm going to New York in two weeks. That's going to be awesome. Nick's never been to New York city. Weirdly mm. enough in his 27 years. So he's going to get to, you know, we're not going to do any touristy things. Um, Perfect. I literally already told him. Best I was, way to experience New York. It is. I, I mean, the touristy things like Times Square, if he asks me to see Times Square, I'm saying no. Why? Like, oh, my God. Times Square is yucky. Curly, remember that time we were in New York together? Oh, yeah. But we're that. actually. Yeah. You guys never met up. Like, yeah. She was like half a mile down the street. And just didn't didn't see him. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, it's It's cool. (laughs) New York's huge, though. We're staying in a hotel, um, and I'm going to see a bunch of my friends. It's going to be so fun. But so in Colorado, it's Colorado reminds me kind of of DC in in a way, like the way the downtown is set up. Um, And I, it was really fun. Breckenridge was by far my favorite part. Um, If I ever go back to Colorado, I want to go back just to Breckenridge because it's so beautiful. Not for the skiing. Don't be confused. I will not be skiing or snowboarding. You had the best massage of your life. Great massage. Although the guy was so chatty. No. So you said it was the best massage of your life. 
like pressure wise and like he knew the bot like the muscles of the body which was very great but he didn't stop talking the entire massage which was like kind of a bummer because it was an hour and a half <gasps> and he was like a wicked close talker that is my so, personal hell that kind of sucked did you um, just say like I really like silence? No, because you know me. <laughs> I, would, I just like if you're paying it. that much for a massage. Like I know it was it was sad. He was nice though, so I just like you know I kept talking and he didn't stop like the whole time. But you know that's fine. Then I had a whole spa day. Jesus. And um, so in downtown Denver, or like where we stayed in Denver, we stayed in river North. So there's like a ton, there's one strip of restaurants on a street and it's a lot of breweries and like, I'm not that big of a beer person, but we went to a ton of them and similar like to a lot of cities now post COVID, they have things in the street and streets blocked off like tents and stuff. So there is this patio out in front of a brewery and I read the sign. I'm like, Oh, Guys, like we should go. It's called the Radio Patio. But it was actually spelled R A T I O, which is so ratio. ratio. <laughs> and everyone's standing at Nick, Bree, and Justin. They're standing there and they're like, and I'm like, oh my God, ratio. The Radio Patio. Ratio Patio. And they were like, no, no, no. Like, it's, I'm like, that might have actually been the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. I'm like, the whole time, though, I thought, okay, it has to rhyme. So, like, radio patio. No, that, I mean, they I knew what they were doing. I, of course. Did they, though? Or did they just, like... I mean, you could have called it the ratio patio. Yeah, and I mean, that's also true. But, like, I don't know why <laughs> my head... I don't know why that would have been funnier. That's like, like all those tricks on TikTok when it's like, what's... E F E C like you know what I mean? Just, yeah. So then they all like were really nice about it and was like, no, like I understand. I'm like, you guys don't have to sugarcoat it. Like that was stupid of me. But then the so radio patio. Yeah, then every time after that, we walked by it every day. We were there, and they're like, oh, it's the radio. And I'm like, stop. I'm like, oh, you don't have to keep doing like, this. That's such a weird name for a patio. Yeah, ratio patio. Patio. Like we're trying to do that. I, I don't know though. And then. The last night that Bree and Justin were there was like three nights ago and they texted us and we we're like finishing off the trip at the radio patio. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this will never die because <laughs> I was stupid enough to read it like that. But like I now I see the word ratio and I can't like my brain cannot process compute. radio like, ratio <laughs> like I can't I don't know it, that was just like not one of my brightest moments during it but anyways it was a really good trip Nick and Brie and Justin while I was like sitting at the bar um they did about 25 runs on the mountain oh my god so they were all super tired and then I had a really long day of relaxing and so I you was, were ready to go no, no no I was so tired on the way home it was like a two hour drive from the mountain back to Denver and at first me and Justin are like yeah we're like gonna make it out tonight we're gonna be cool and we're gonna be fun two hours oh god and yeah. a lot of it was traffic so like oh, I like how was, much is it without traffic it took us like an hour and a half which wasn't like bad. We left at five thirty in the morning, though. <laughs> when so, I texted you four different times on four different apps and asked why you were up so early, yeah, and I was like, "I've told you this nine times. Like, <laughs> we're going to the mountain." Selective memory, yeah. And um, <laughs> then 
you know, we're on our way home and they're like, we'll go get pizza. Then we'll go out. And like, I'm fading hard. And I'm like, you know what? And when Maddie fades, I w- well, there's I just no was coming like, back. <laughs> does the pizza place do takeout? <laughs> Cause I want to go home. When I tell you, Nick and I went to bed that night at eight 30, we're on vacation. Mind you, wild night, eight 30 PM. We watched the office, ate our pizza <laughs> and same as home. Yep. <laughs> And then fully went to bed at 8.30 and woke up at 8.30 the next day. Like, there's also a time difference. The altitude, I kept saying, you couldn't, for everyone, first of all, that hyped up the altitude, they were like, it's crazy. You might get sick. Be careful. Like, one drink feels like 19. Like, be careful. Denver is fine. Like, I did not feel it at all. Nick and I did not feel any sickness from it. You may feel it a little bit like when you're drinking, just like it hits you a little bit harder. But that's really if you're super dehydrated. Yeah. Like I also pound my Stanley's like I travel with that thing. So I'm like that thing's always on. You traveled with that. Yeah. I put the straw away and like and then brought it back out and washed it because I'm gross. Like I hate TSA is disgusting. Um, Yeah. But then the only time I really noticed it is Breckenridge. So for like to understand like Denver's like 5,000 feet above sea level. Denver's 10,000, or I mean, Breckenridge is 10,000 feet above sea level. Damn. So you double it right when you get there. So I was stupid enough. Once we parked, I like ran up the stairs of the Were you uh, like, parking <laughs> garage. I got so lightheaded. I had to like stop and I was like dizzy. And Brie was like, yeah, see, I was like, oh my goodness. Damn. It was crazy. So I understand with Denver or Damn. with Breckenridge, I don't understand how they skied so many times because I feel like you fatigue a lot faster in that kind of altitude and they just kept going. And Nick's Nick, an animal. Yeah, Nick was talking about it and he just kept saying, I'm not sore at all. I'm not sore at all. And I was like, I'm kind of sore from my massage. Like, <laughs> and sitting in a steam room all day and, you know, having a beverage or three at the bar. Well, yeah. you, you all did did you know your athletic things but yeah anyways go to go to denver if you are a city goer i don't love cities i like quiet and not a lot of people so i liked breckenridge because it was a super tiny town and you were also just like in the middle of mountains everywhere you turned you were just like must have been beautiful it was gorgeous um but yeah so Radio patio. Ratio patio. Ratio patio. I um I feel like summer is coming like because well, I just sounded I was like February. like summer is like come on. It's um, February. Fe- it's February. However, the sun is now setting after five PM, so our darkest days are over. I know it d- the dark days yes. are over. That is, that is true, and thank goodness, because now when I'm training in the morning, in the depths of the night, and at night, <laughs> it feels like my day is a little bit longer. Like, yeah, like just the it doesn't feel like I need to crawl into bed at four thirty p.m. Especially when I'm teaching class at five thirty when it's pitch dark at four thirty p.m. It's so hard. Yeah, but also we have so much winter to get through. I know. <laughs> like, I, what was it? The groundhog like saw a shower or something? Six stupid ass groundhog. Six more weeks of winter, I think it's called. Yeah. That stupid ass groundhog. He's the only man we can trust. 
I can't trust him. I can't. I don't trust him. I don't put my trust in this groundhog. I'm just worried that we're going to have like a mild February, like temperature and snow wise. And then all of a sudden in March, we're just going to get pummeled with like a week of snow like we did a couple years Mm. ago. That is what I'm worried about because I'm like, I just don't want snow. I don't don't want at this point. I'm No, at this point, I'm past the point. Like I wanted snow a couple weeks ago. Now I don't. Mm. I don't mind snow. I think this, I don't know what's more depressing. I feel like we've been having the Arctic temperatures. No, we, we've been getting such a mild winter. I know this weekend was awful, but we've been getting such mild winters or like days of 45, 55 degrees, but it's just been gray. Like it's not sunny. It's just overcast and depresso. I'd rather snow at this point. Snow is bright. It reflects sunlight. It's quiet. It's relaxing. But you have to shovel it. So I mean, I live in an apartment. So. Oh, okay. well. <laughs> well, Maddie doesn't have. So as long as Maddie doesn't have I to shovel snow. And the last time it snowed, Nick woke up and cleaned my car off. And, and she also you know. doesn't have to walk a dog in it. She also doesn't have to do anything in the snow. She just gets to enjoy it and look at it. Yeah, I mean, I it's all personal decisions, y'all. <laughs> I personally decided not to have a pet to walk in the snow. I personally decided to live in a complex where I'm not. Personally decided not to have a pet. Let's rewind back to COVID when I was like, Roger, can I please get a dog? Can I please, please lose Maddie? And whenever Carly can't walk him, I'll walk him for her. That's when we lived together. And, and you still we, didn't. And I wasn't working. <laughs> that was during COVID. That was during COVID Oh, lockdown. how the turntables. <laughs> she bought the dog. It's her dog. I love my nephew. The dog. You just called him the dog. Imagine. You don't love him that much. So dramatic. If you're calling him the... I didn't, on his birthday, bring him a pup cup. Go out of my way to bring him a pup cup and spend time with him on his birthday. I did. Because I'm a good aunt. I'm a good auntie. Keep telling yourself that. Anyways, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Shade. Shade. I'm just kidding. I hope it snows 12 feet tomorrow. (laughs) All of you. And I'm going to enjoy it for my... Two by two apartment. All right. I'm sure you will. I have nothing to do. So nowhere to be. (laughs) (laughs) No responsibilities. If we still have snow in April, that would be very, very pissed. No. Yeah, that would. I don't think we will. No, I would. I really just. It needs to be out by March 31st. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know it snowed on my birthday last year. Did it? Yeah. The weekend. Yeah. The weekend that I went to, it was snowing. Ugh. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we get snow, but it's fine. Well, thanks for that. Okay. Um, I know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone, not to be Debbie Downer, uh, but I've become a Pilates girly. I was going to just bring this up. Yeah. I So, I was a Barry's girly for quite some time. And um, now it's over. I, I don't know. It, I feel like it was just, I was beating my body up. I wasn't seeing any results in the sense of, yes, my cardio was insane. I could run and run and run nonstop, feel really good. And I don't want to stop that, but I, I definitely took a break from it. I don't want to stop that, but I did. But I did. <laughs> and I regret stopping the running completely cold turkey because I tried to run the other day and I felt it for like four days after. Um, but Barry's was just getting so... It got to the point where I was dreading going because mm. I just knew it was going to be so hard and I wasn't looking forward to it like I used to. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just because I was overdoing it. Uh-huh. So then I was looking for new ways to sweat or closer to me because <laughs> I, I, she knew I was about I to jump she was in. Like, Go to solid court closer to me. Um, it's not that far. It's 
it's far enough <laughs> to me, for me to be like, no. But Chasma Hill was just kind of a hike. Boston was just too much of a hike. So I found this new studio called Hometown Sweat in Natick, which is only about, you know, 18 minutes from me in the morning. And I tried a Bikram class first. And this is no shade to hot or Hometown Sweat or yogis in general. I signed up, cold turkey, 90 minutes. Not knowing, thought me walking in, thinking it's like a vinyasa flow. So I hate Bikram. I'm it's like, so different than it's any so other different yoga than vinyasa. Class. Yeah, and vinyasa is very flowy and stretchy and nice. And I'm like, okay, heated vinyasa, relaxing, difficult. Did it say that or did it say Bikram? It said original hot yoga. Okay, so yeah, Bikram. So that's Bikram. <laughs> yeah. Not a clue what original hot yoga was. I don't know start about like that. This. You start with it, your hands under your head, elbows up, back down, and you do it like 17 times. And you move through, I think, 26 or 27 movements. Yeah. <sighs> I went once and I thought I was going to pass out yeah, and throw up and I, I laid down on the bed. Did not like it. <laughs> and it, was, it had nothing to do with the instructor. It was just, it's just not my favorite style of yoga. So then I was like, shit. I really was excited about this studio. And then I saw Hot Pilates and I go, go. You're I'll like, go. I'm terrified because. I'm terrified, yeah. Because my solid core. solid core experience has been tragic in the sense I'm just so bad at it that, and if you know me at all, I'm not good at being bad at things. I don't think anyone's actually good at being bad at things. So There I are some. Some uh, people will be like, meh. No, there, but <laughs> no one enjoys being bad at something. No, no one enjoys, but like, like I said, I, with solid core, there's two types of people, people who take it and want to get good at it and keep going. And people who take it and are like, I'm not, not good at that. Me. I don't want to do it. So I'm sometimes in the middle. I, I enjoy a challenge, but I was so bad at solid core that I kind of talked myself out of it and was like, it, I weighed the options. I was like, is it worth it to put myself through this right now in the state of being that I am in? <laughs> Before, like, I needed to get my core way stronger. So I've been going. I counted how many classes I've gone to already in the past literal, I think it's been maybe a month. I've gone to 16 classes already. And I go about four times a week. And this is not to be like, I go four times a week because I feel like I need it. It's just I enjoy it so much because it's hot. It's low impact. There's no jumping. There's Usually no weights. Is there burpees? I thought um, you said something about burpees the other day. Half. Uh, half. <laughs> no, there's sprawls and they're like low impact sprawls. Okay. You can add the hop forward, but a lot of people take the step. Like I'll do the hop, but it's a very light hop. And in a 95 degree room, anything feels like high impact. It, so I am obsessed with it. I And for the first time in my life, I'm seeing my body composition change based on the muscles I'm working. And it's because I'm actually being so much more intentional about my movement and taking my time through my movement. So yes, high impact stuff is amazing, but if you're a high impact, it's all girly, about balance. Yeah. I mean, I'm still lifting weights and I'm still running, running loosely. I'll walk occasionally and then maybe pick up a jog, but I highly recommend trying something new if you haven't in a Switching long time it up. because you might actually find something you really like and some instructors that you really like and just a modality that you probably thought to yourself. Like I will be so honest. I always thought if, if there aren't weights involved, it's too easy. Like not, not too easy, but like 
I, it's not going to challenge me enough. I'm not going to get any stronger. I'm not going to see results. And by results, I mean just getting stronger and feeling good. This shit is the hardest stuff. Compared, I mean, aside from solid core, <laughs> this is some of the hardest stuff I've ever done. It's so mentally challenging and physically challenging, and the heat is so hard. It's it's just crazy hard. So I've been dragging a few of my clients. I dragged Janine to a class yesterday by dra- loosely dragged. I signed her up. Oh my after god! After our session together. After? Well, yeah. And our session was great. And I said, do you want to come to Hot Pilates with me? And I forgot it was a sculpts class, a.k.a. there are weights in sculpts. Oh, my gosh. So, Janine, I set us up in the front. She's going to listen to this and be so mad at me. I set us up in the front. She looks at me. She's like, you had to set us up in the front front row. She's a trooper, though. She's the If best. anyone will do it, it's Janine. Yeah, so Shout out to Janine. We love you. We love you. And so she's like, you had to pick the front row. I'm like, I like being in front of the mirror. So, you're like, look at yourself and check on your form. Every time something really hard would come up, she's like, you expect me to do this? After you made me do like a thousand squats today. And I'm like, it's fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. She did an amazing job. It was really hard class. I should probably text her. Yeah. Check in. in, Pulse check. (laughs) Because she walked out. She's like, so I can't wait to be in bed in about one hour. And it was like 1 p.m. She was like, I'll be asleep at two. I don't blame her. Honestly. No. Yesterday, um, I, I actually also can relate to you with the body composition changing. Mm-hmm. I've noticed with intentional movement and intentional muscles being worked, I have start, my body has shifted a little. Yeah. It's, it's in, I think it has nothing to do with weight because I mean, I don't no, weigh no, myself. No. Yeah. Same. It's more like the areas that I've been trying to gain strength in for so long are finally showing it. In the sense of I can see the muscles again. And also these intentional small movements, I've been lifting weights, you know, still three times a week. I've just been kind of taking a step back from only doing that. My weightlifting has never been better. My form has never looked better. My my stamina has never been better. I can lift so much heavier for longer and with better form. That is what I've been telling everyone. I have... Well, I mean, Pilates and um, solid core are very like they're similar. Like it's a low impact, but intentional, slow movements. And you don't want to move super fast because your form won't be good. Exactly. So I feel like I have a whole new foundational strength as like a base layer that I've never had before in my life. Like I go and take a backyard class now and I'm literally like feeling so strong like I snatched 30 pounds the other day that's awesome I can't even tell you the last time I snatched 20 pounds like you know what I mean like and I went for the 30 pound weight and I was like oh this is fine like I got this yeah so I and same with riding I went back to bespoke and I took a ride class there and I felt so solid in my movements there and I truly believe like I'm not out here preaching like Pilates is the only thing you should ever do. Like I truly like, I think that life is such a balance, like mix, mix in once a week. Like it really, it does create something that you've never felt before. So much different than, um, what you typically might be doing in a, in a personal training session, in a class setting, uh, with weights, a hit strength and conditioning. It's so different. And I think that Everyone can benefit from just slowing down. If you don't like Pilates, if it's too different for you, try just doing more body weight modalities 
adding those into your lifts and challenging yourself to hold isolation movements. It's yeah. it's that time under tension, right? And we've time talk, under we've talked about stage it. two muscle failure. Yeah. It's it, time under tension is so important to build strength and build stability in your muscles and support. And also those teeny tiny muscles are the ones that you need to build that strength in, in order to build the larger ones with your heavy strength training. So work slider movements. Like if you don't like Pilates, try to work your slider plank, try to do slider mountain climbers, try to hold a glute bridge with a band and do those pulses for four minutes, do up and down, hold it, do pulsing with no weight. Yeah. You will even like holding a squat with a band a couple inches above your knees and pulsing your knees out or pulsing your ass up and down. Yeah. Like things like that. Like the monster walk, lateral monster walk, forward like all If of you those. even use like this is what I have my class do. Um I've been working it into some of my backyard classes. I put a bench equal to the rower seat height mm-hmm. and put a knee on each one and have them work their adductors and abductors by pulling their knees apart and slowly yep. pulling back in. It's just slow and it's controlled. Same with standing, doing a slider lunge and slider. Yeah. So yeah, there those things are going to really build that foundational strength. And we're not saying do it with weight. We're saying do it with body, body weight. weight. Oh my God. Body weight's so freaking hard. It's, it's, I feel like we had such an appreciation and this is so funny because I look back at when we were teaching BBB diff, like our strength and our body weight hit every day. Yep. And I look at, I think about that often too. I look at my body and how it's changed since we did that. And obviously the reason why it's changed is because my lifestyle has changed. We're not in a pandemic or lockdown anymore. Yeah. The, I am not, I have not sold my soul to just fitness anymore. I have so many other things going on in my life, which that's all we did. That's all we did. So I don't, I don't compare, I don't compare my body to it, but I sometimes am like, I just had different muscles. My muscles just looked different. And what was I doing that was making me stronger. I was way stronger. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, we did so much body weight work. So much. My body weight, I, I built better strength doing focusing on body weight movements and then adding in strength. Yeah. And I think getting back to your foundations before you add that weight in is so much more important, which is a lot of what we do in personal training is starting really slow and low building into it. But like, we were doing curtsy lunge to squat today. Just a curtsy lunge, squat, curtsy lunge, squat. Three, four times, 30 seconds on each side. Could barely stand. I kept having to break. And yeah, yeah it was so hard. I mean, yeah. obviously we're doing other things. And like that was at the end of class. It wasn't like the first freaking thing. Yeah. Because in theory, that doesn't sound that bad, right? Nope. Wrong. Horrible. So hard. No, I'm sure it was so hard. So just, yeah, sometimes you got to strip it back to the basics. Yeah. Back to the basics, back to that base layer and realize that, yeah, you might be able to squat 200 pounds, but can you hold a low squat hold plus adding back lunges for a full four times 30 seconds? You might actually not be able to, which is so crazy to think about, right? Yeah. Think about strength in different ways. Like you're strong at one thing, but something else like isolations and isometric holds, those might not be your jam. And that might be something that you want to start introducing because if you hate it, you should probably be doing it. I mean, think about it. Yesterday was my 
I hit class 44 in solid wow, core. that's insane. And I am so sore today. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. Still. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't get easier. I literally <laughs> no, walk but, out every time I take a Pilates class. I'm like, thought it was going to be easier. It yeah, was way harder. But here's the thing. You just get stronger. You get stronger. And I, like, think about it. I, my springs are not the same anymore. No. Nope. I'm able to hold movements and do amplifications and do stuff like that. Whereas, like, my first class, I never lifted from my knees so once. So I'm on class number two at Solid Core. <laughs> Can't wait to go back. Come back. It's fine. I will. I'll go back. This is. That's why I've been going to Matt. It's all Matt Pilates, by the way. Like I've been going to Matt Pilates to be stronger, so I can try Solid Core and be better at it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. um, Just think about trying something new. Don't be afraid to try something new. If you want a buddy to try something new, I will come with you. If you want to come try hometown sweat with me, come on over. I would love, love, love to try a class with you. Maybe we'll go to a vinyasa flow. Oh, I will not be going to another Bikram class. Not because I didn't like the person teaching. They also do teach vinyasa. They were wonderful. I love her. I'm just not a Bikram girly. You don't have to be. Yeah, everyone to love everything. You don't love solid core, which is okay. It's not that I don't love it. I just was so bad at it, and I <laughs> I am so transparent about it. I really think you will be better if you go back now. Yeah, I really I, think everything will your whole mindset will change now that you've been doing another form of of, of Matt Pilates. Yeah, I um, think so. Maybe I'll wait like another month. <laughs> no, you will not. No, you won't. I might just wait. Um, other than that. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got for you. <laughs> Carly's like, other than that, I am going to see Hurley in a couple weeks. Uh, he's playing at Scorpion Bar in Boston on the 24th on that Friday. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go support Hurls. Maddie I, ditched me for a concert tomorrow. Oh, because mm-hmm. I'm working. I forgot. I literally she told her week one week and ago. I, and I got into we my. We got tickets in July. To Vance Joy, yeah. And I said to her, and we were so excited. I was like, oh my God, Maddie, you want to come with me? Fun, sister bonding. We never do this stuff anymore. And she was like, yeah, let's go. I'm working. I'm hosting a class. Sorry. She's going to bring Joe. No, he doesn't even know one song. He's not fun. Yeah. He's also not fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think he'll go on a weeknight? Really? He'll be like, who's going to watch Duke? Honestly. And I'll be like, you are. You're right. I'll go alone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you don't find anyone, you can you can text all my clients that already signed up for class and cancel them. I feel bad. Okay. I literally said to Maddie last week, just make sure not to host a class on Wednesday because we have Vance Joy, remember? She verbally said it to me though. Mm. Gotta put it in writing. Are you Anyways. sure? I put are you sure it was only verbal? <laughs> yes, it is. It was. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and catch up on those episodes. If you haven't already, we've had some amazing folks on um, and I would love for you to give them some support and listen. We will see you next week with another episode of Eat the Damn Cake. Love you. 